Hey, this is James McCoy. Welcome to the JM Sports and Wrestling Podcast. Here you will hear the latest in wrestling and sports. Nothing here is off limits. So let's get started. Let's talk about, you know, let's talk about some NFL. First thing I want to talk about, I am a Packers fan. So what I want to talk about first, the Packers fans, like myself, deserve an Aaron Rodgers return this season. Packers right now are sitting about seven and six with three games to go. This Sunday we go into Carolina and this is a huge game because if we can win out we have a better chance of securing the wild card. Now if the Packers were to be say you know five and seven or uh, I'm sorry um, you know six and eight right now instead of seven and six or six and seven I would probably say don't attempt to rush Aaron back or even five and eight for that matter. But you have a shot again to run the table. You have a shot again with him if he is cleared. I had heard today from a guy, you know, in Lids that they had cleared Aaron Rodgers. I have not found anything to really back that up yet. But I do know that this week was supposed to be the week he was supposed to get a CT scan. And to find out if he is healed up enough to go. If he is, and he's cleared, he needs to go back out there and try to save the Packers yet again. Because Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback. He is the most dangerous guy right now in the NFL. I mean, look what he did for a banged up Packers team last season. They ran the table, got into the playoffs, and he took the Green Bay Packers to within one win of the Super Bowl. You know, obviously they got defeated by Atlanta. But Aaron Rodgers is 33 years old. He still has a good five, six years left. Aaron Rodgers needs to be on the field for Green Bay to have any short of, you know, any shot of success. Um, He's the best guy for that job right now. I'll give props to Brett Hundley. It took him some time to come along. But he's done just enough to keep the Packers right right there. And that's perfect. That's the best scenario you could ask for. Him to keep your team right there within, you know, within, you know, a shouting distance of a chance for, at a playoff berth. And uh, now it's time with Rodgers, if he's cleared, to let him take us home, get us back into the playoffs and have a shot at a Super Bowl. Because we all know, I mean, just think of the the two Giants teams that rode a hot streak, making it into the playoffs, and they defeated the Patriots both times. An undefeated Patriots team who was going for a perfect season, and then, you know, another Tom Brady team. So if you go into the playoffs hot and clicking, anything can happen. Aaron Rodgers is probably one of the best quarterbacks right now in the NFL. He should probably have more Super Bowls, but right now he has one since taking over the starting job. There's no doubt that the Packers organization has failed him over the years as far as putting him, having an elite defense behind that great offense of Devontae Adams and Jordy Nelson and all those boys and not getting him a running game has also failed over time because we've seen that the year they won the Super Bowl, they they had some balance. They had a, 
okay running game. They had a good defense, and they had Aaron Rodgers playing out of his mind. For the Packers to have a chance to have a shot at the Super Bowl, Rodgers needs to come back, and it has to happen this Sunday in Carolina. After that, if they can survive Carolina, you get Minnesota in Green Bay. And then you get Detroit to close out the season. And then boom, if we can get past those, we can get in and make some noise. So that's how I feel. So people, call me in. Tell me what you think. Should Rodgers come back? Or should they sit him out until next year and get him ready? All right, guys, I will come back with my next segment. Hey guys, I'm back. So, as I start my next segment, it's going to be MLB free agent talk. So, but before I dig into that, I want to talk about the one big trade that's already happened this week, and that is the New York Yankees getting stronger. Yes, can you imagine that? They already have Judge, Gardner, Gregorius, Sanchez, Bird. Well, not Headley anymore. Headley was traded, but now they've acquired John Carlos Stanton from the Miami Marlins to put, as of right now, will be the DH for the Yankees going forward. And so now you have a projected projected lineup of Gardner leading off, Judge hitting second, Stanton third, Gregorius fourth, Sanchez fifth, a healthy Greg Bird sixth, Aaron Hicks seventh, and who else do we got here? Ronald Torres, eighth, and it was to be Chase Headley at ninth, but he was traded back to the San Diego Padres. So I don't know who would go ninth yet, but that's a pretty deep lineup. And Giancarlo Stanton will, for the first time in his career, have some protection, you know, with Judge, with Gregorius, with Bird, and the Yankees team is... In my mind, and in my opinion, the favorites to get out of the American League to make it to the World Series. And if you think about just a couple months back, they were within one game without Stanton of getting into the World Series, losing in seven to your eventual champs, the Houston Astros. So if you're one win away from getting there without Stanton, I can understand why you would think that they're definitely the clear favorites because I do. All right, so let's move on to some free agent talk. Right now, rumors are flying that the Baltimore Orioles want to trade Manny Machado and that Machado wants to play shortstop. There's going to be a list of teams lining up around the block for a chance to try to get this guy. This guy is an an amazing talent. And I think the Yankees should just go all in and try to get Machado. You add Machado to that dangerous lineup, there's no stopping him. If the Yankees stay healthy, no stopping him. The Cubs need to decide about Jake Arrieta, if they're going to try to re-sign him or if his contract demands are too you know, or too steep. Um, 
I'm hearing over $200 million is what he's asking for. Jake Arrieta over the last three seasons, you could probably say three and a half seasons, has been right next to Clayton Kershaw as the best pitcher in baseball. Clayton Kershaw, hands down, is the best pitcher in baseball. Nobody can touch Clayton Kershaw. But Jake Arrieta has done, you know, has done something close to that. The way Kershaw pitches is just out of his mind. But Jake Arrieta would be a great pickup for any team who is looking for a front-end starting pitcher. I'm hearing the Philadelphia Phillies. I'm also hearing the Houston Astros, who are also interested in you, Darvish, as well. The Philadelphia Phil- uh, I'm sorry, the Philadelphia Phillies made a re-signing today. Pat Neshek returning to the Phillies. Terms of his deal not disclosed. So guys, let me hear from you. Tell me who your favorite team is and who you think they should try to sign to help improve their team. I would love to hear what you guys think about that. And as this free agent thing moves on, I will continuously update what's gone on and then give you my predictions of what's going to happen later on as well. So guys, give me a call. Let me know what you think. I will be right back with my next segment. All right, guys, I am back. So for my last segment of the night, I want to talk about NFL salary cap. So the salary cap is projected to rise anywhere between 174.2 million to 178.1 million. That's a, that's a, you know, those two ranges of numbers from the least to the most, that's a big, uh, that's a big jump, no matter how you look at it. If you look at it from the 174.2 million dollar perspective last year's salary cap was 167 million so if that's what the number is you know that's 174.2 million dollars and you're having a 7.2 million dollar increase if it's at the bigger side of it 178.1 million then you're having an 11.1 million dollar increase from last year and that's huge because you have a lot of teams who have some big decisions to make when it comes to notable free agents like Le'Veon Bell, the running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, Drew Brees, you know, the Saints quarterback comes to mind, and Kirk Cousins as well uh, also comes to mind. My prediction for that is that Kirk Cousins will not be a, Red, you know, will not be a Washington Redskin next season, no matter how much of the jump of the salary cap goes, because I don't think that he wants to be there. I think Le'Veon Bell. I think he will be a stealer. You know, I'm on the fence about that. He wants to be paid not only just like a running back, but also like a wide receiver because he catches a lot of footballs out of the backfield. I don't... I'm on the fence. My mind may change, but as of right now, tonight, I still say he will be a Pittsburgh Steeler next year. Drew Brees is going to finish out his career as a New Orleans Saint. He is the face of that franchise still, and he isn't going anywhere. He is staying a New Orleans Saint. The Green Bay Packers, this will also 
benefit them because Aaron Rodgers can actually opt out of his contract this season if he wanted to. If I'm Rodgers, I do exactly that. I opt out of my contract and I just wait for Green Bay to back up, you know, back up the money train. That's exactly what has to happen. Rodgers needs to get a new deal in place, but not too much that they can't help him where the weaknesses are as well. Like I said, you know, in my first segment, the Packers have failed to put a team around him. That has to change. The salary cap. It has increased by approximately $47 million since the 2012 campaign. So this makes it the fourth straight year that it, it's, it's going to go up. So football is definitely not suffering when it comes to revenue. When it comes to making money, they're having no issues with that, as you can see through the salary cap. And you know what? It has been, you know, an interesting season, to say the least, with, you know, the protesting, you know, players protesting, you know, taking knees and, you know, and stuff like that. Ratings have actually gone down, but somehow the NFL is still making that money and they're still bringing it in as long as they do. I don't see the salary cap dropping anytime soon. I continue. I will continue to see it going up. I think that's what will happen. I wouldn't be surprised by this time next season if we're looking at the salary cap being about 184 to $190 million next year. I can see that big of a jump again. I mean, what, 167 last year, and now it's projecting to be anywhere from 174 to 178 this coming offseason. So I want to hear from you guys. What do you guys think about everything that's happened in the NFL? Do you think players are making too much money? Do you think they're not making enough money? Or do you think the money that they're making could be distributed in, a, in other ways to help make the game better and safer? Call me, call me, let me know. And I would be glad to talk about it with you guys here in the next couple weeks, you know, once the season wraps up and the playoffs get going, we should probably have a more clear direction of where the salary cap is going. All right, guys, thank you for joining me on the J&M Sports Wrestling Podcast. I hope you guys have a great week. I will talk to you guys soon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am back. I know I said I would talk to you guys next time, but there's a special announcement that I want to make right now. Here in about 25 to 30 minutes, I will be doing with my partner Lane a special WWE, WWE Chris Jericho segment where we're going to be talking about his match in New Japan Pro Wrestling, Wrestle Kingdom 12 against Kenny Omega. We're going to talk about the build that's going on right now with Jericho and with Omega. So I hope you guys tune into that and I will see you guys in about a half hour. Thank you.